0: I vote for Labour. That's what this episode's about. And I can argue the case for voting for Labour with some passion, without losing my credibility, uh, because I don't vote Labour. Um, If I did, I wouldn't be able to uh, make an episode called vote Labour, you know, because then you're just being a cheap Facebooker, really. You know. If you're one of those people who believes something to be true, um, you know, and that's in your head, and you feel this need to take that thing out of your head and shove it in other people's heads tell other people what to think and what to feel and all that sort of stuff, you know. You lose credibility when you do that sort of thing. So, um, but I can, with with some passion, argue the case for something I don't believe in, you know, because, uh, you know, then I can, uh, you know, I can not hate myself if I did believe in voting for the Liberal Party, for example, um, then I wouldn't be able to make an episode called A Case for Voting for the Liberal Party, uh, because then I'm just being like everyone else then, and I just couldn't stand that. Uh, But I can argue the case for voting for Labour. And maybe I will do an episode on the case for voting for the Liberal Party another day. All right. Uh, And um, the impetus for this episode uh, was a series of text messages last night in which I think I was challenged to make an episode on the case for voting for Labour. So I said, yeah, I can do that. I don't even like Labour, so I can do that. Um, And here goes. Uh, Oh, um, someone was talking to someone else And that someone is a new Australian from Africa. That will do. Keep it broad. Um, Speaking to an Aussie. And the young lady, as she was, from Africa, was expressing a great deal of interest in getting her head around... She's a new Australian. In getting her head around Australian politics. Which I thought was fantastic, you know. Australian politics is not necessarily a good thing. Um, you know, ask any indigenous person, and they might say, well, I don't like, you know, I don't like the Labour Party, I don't like the Liberal Party, I don't like the Greens, I don't like the National Party, you know. I wish you'd all just rack off, you know. You know, they might have that attitude, you know, which is sort of the attitude I've got with respect to American politics. You know, I don't like the Republicans, I don't like the Democrats, I don't like Donald Trump, I don't like that other guy, the great big commie, um, forgotten his name already, the old bloke, you know, um, I don't like any of them, and there's another person over there, political commentator called Candace, you know, I don't like her, yeah. You know? I don't like big fat lefties over there, I don't like big fat conservatives over there, I don't like anyone over there, um. But, um, I don't like Meryl Streep, I don't like Paul McCartney, and he's not even from over there. <laughs> but anyway, um, apparently, um, you know, this, uh, person who was from, who is from Africa, but is a new Australian, and she was taking an interest in Australian politics, and that should be encouraged, you know, whether that be for the purpose of, um, overthrowing it all, you know, and, um, or for... You know, making it better. It really doesn't matter, but, you know, it's good to know what it is. And uh, I don't really know what it is, but, you know, I've been in Australia for a long time. Uh, so, you know, if someone from Africa takes an interest, well, corona. And I'll, and I, and and I, I fired off a stream of text messages last night and said, ah, oh, that's exciting, she's interested. All right. Now, it turns out she's also interested in American politics. Um, so I had a couple of things to say about that too, which, you know, uh, but only from the standpoint of someone who's been in Australia for a long time, you know. Um, but let's go for it. Now, this person has, you know, has been impressed, I think. Look, she's uh, she seems... Like an open, an open-minded sort of person, and I think I saw the way she writes and she sounds lovely actually, and um, but she she um, has, is interested in the American Democrats, but also interested in a political commentator called Candace, somebody, you know, you may know who that is. Um, I know who that is. I've been exposed to her. I've, uh, these friends of mine they send me stuff. All right, here we go, and um, here's my. Um, Here are my texts. Um, Candice, now, now, this is not my ideas, you see. I'm arguing a case for something I don't believe in, um, but other people do. So it's valid in that sense. And also, those other people can argue the case better than me. But it's not all about whether I'm going to argue the case well here. It's just about, you know, like if someone's interested, a new Australian or something is interested in Australian politics, then, you know, just make a stream of texts that gives the feel of Australian politics, as I understand it at least. It doesn't matter if I'm right, wrong, you know, a little bit right, a little bit wrong. It really doesn't matter. It's going to be a lot more than she knows about Australian politics, whatever I type here, even if some of it's wrong. It doesn't matter. It's about getting people curious. Oh, encouraging people who are curious, and it goes the other way too, because I've been massively curious about her politics, I know a hell of a lot, look she comes from Ethiopia, and I know a hell of a lot about Ethiopian politics, and Ethiopian history, she is returning the compliment, i found out a hell of a lot about Ethiopian politics by... uh, from person number one that I was mentioning before, who was talking to this person number two. Person number one is my goddaughter, and she knows all about Ethiopia, and she's educated me a lot, and I've found out a few things myself. So, you know, this is the business of making friends. And if if everybody made friends, it would be a much better place in the world. If everyone showed friendship and respect, it would be great. If everyone showed a hell of a lot less of this business of love and compassion, it would be great because that stuff gets you on your nerves. It gets on your coit. (laughs) Love and compassion. There's no place for it in the world. (laughs) You know? Kindness. Friendship. Respect. That's more reasonable. Um, Yeah. Love and compassion is just enough to make you vomit. Alright, here we go. Here's my suggestions anyway via text, spruiking ideas that even I don't quite believe in, but they're they're designed to get the old curiosity going. Candace, I say, might not quite be someone you can learn politics as such from. And what I mean by that is kind of Australian politics or worldwide politics, you know. So that's a pretty inflammatory thing I've started off with, isn't it? Candace might not quite be someone you can learn politics as such from. But she's someone you can unlearn American left politics from, for sure. That's, that's my opening gambit, you know? Um, okay. She exists to oppose the American left. Yeah, but she's not, I wouldn't call her a broad political commentator, she's in a very narrow range, as far as I can tell from what I've seen of her so far. Uh, Alright, and and I've added something here just to cover myself, unless she does discuss things other than two-party American politics, okay, now this is not going to be easy but I'll give it a go, and I might get cut off by the way, in which case this will be part one, and there'll be a part two afterwards. Uh, uh, This friend of my friend mentioned the Labour Party, I I think she mentioned the Liberal Party too, but something about, you know, I'm not going to vote Labour or Liberal, what are they anyway? Are they two centrist type parties, you know? and that's then you know and that's where i i started to say, oh this is interesting she does know a few things okay um now i i just wrote off the liberal party altogether as a suggestion uh but mainly because that's the one i'd want to tell her all about at the moment you know because lately i've been voting liberal in the past i've voted labor i voted dlp once i voted the democrats a couple of times in my life i used to love pork eating by the way And I used to love, even though he was a bastard, and I used to like Bob Hawke. You know, I voted for those guys. I voted for Don Chip. Um, I voted for a few people in my life. I voted all over the place. Lately I've been voting for Liberal Party. I didn't vote for anyone last time because I forgot to vote. I was busy. I was doing something. And then I forgot and it was too late. And I ah, oops. And then I got a fine. You can make a whole episode on why I even got a fine. If you wanted to understand Australian politics. Politics is, um, grows out of the culture of a place. So, to understand the politics of a place, you've got to understand the culture of a place. That it applies to all countries. All right, here we go. Uh, And this may get cut off, because my son's about to text me uh, when he's ready for his walk. I've got my walking jacket on, okay. Um, But suggest to her from me that Labour shouldn't be written off as an option. Yeah, because she had written off Labour and Liberal. Yeah, it almost sounded like she wanted to vote maybe the Republicans in America, but she's living in Australia. She's never been to America. (laughs) A lot of people get all their political information from America, and they live in Australia and have never lived there. Yeah, they're Africans. They're from Ethiopia. This one, this person, and she comes to Australia. Got nothing to do with America. (laughs) She's, yeah, and and perhaps ninety-eight percent of everything on her. Twitter feed or Instagram feed is from America, and, you know, and she's trying to live in Australia. <laughs> okay, and then you know, person number one, my goddaughter, I I was going to say if you wanted to do a video on why the Labor Party of Australia, yeah, you know, is a, a is a Liberal Party too. That's a whole other um episode, you know, because our Labor Party is a Liberal Party, and so is our Liberal Party. Uh, and they're both small L liberal parties. Oh, this is a whole, a whole chat. They're all, we're all small L's here in Australia. Anyway, and I wrote, ah! <laughs> okay. Oh, this is what, oh, she sent a little, just one little bit of her friend's text. I will be very interested to hear more on this. She said with two sort of heart, emojis or something, and this is the sort of person we want in Australia. People who who are curious, you know, this is, it's fantastic, it should be encouraged, you know, I want more people like that from Africa, coming to Australia, as many as possible, okay, I said okay, yes, I suppose I could do an episode on voter labour, <laughs> okay. Um I mentioned why I I oh look, I just mentioned the spelling of Labour. It's spelled L A B O R here in Australia. Whereas in New Zealand the Labour Party there is called L A B O U R, you know, which is what you would ordinarily expect the Labour Party here to be spelled like. It is in England too. Um, but you know, we spell it with the American spelling, which is a bit odd, isn't it? But it's kind of uh you you've got your choice in Australia. O R or O U R. I'm an O U R kind of guy, but um, I, I suggest I don't even know why our Labour Party switched from O U R to O R. But I, I took a guess and I said, to try and sound a bit more progressive, I think they wanted to freshen up. That was my guess. Next screen. Um, if you wanted to explain our Labour Party, uh, let your friend contemplate that the Labour Party is. Heavily supportive of army and police. Even when army and police do bad things. What I'm alluding to there is Black Lives Matter and all that sort of stuff. Even when army and police do bad things, our left-leaning party will get behind the army and the police. And why is that? They won't immediately go the whole compassionate, love, progressive, oh, look after all the Africans. They won't do that. Labour party will say hey look after the rights of the cops a lot better than um Americans will and he and then I explained that you know I said because the foundation of Labour party and, and well, I mean our Labour party is unionism unionism was smashed in America historically Henry Ford used to send thugs around Bash union people. Sorry, Henry, if I've overstated that. Um, but here, unionism is a powerful value. And it actually is. I'm actually very supportive of unionism. I am actually a bit of a lefty. You know, and a bit of a righty. And a bit of an all-roundy. Okay. Yeah, and, then I, and we are proud of it, as Australians. Right, here's where I start to work up. And get passionate about... The left, I'm able to do that, and then I start, you know, sort of advertising Australia. Uh, First on the planet to do eight, 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 and tell her uh, that's eight, you know, eight hours rest, eight hours work, eight hours leisure, you know, Um, and and that's a huge deal. Historically, a huge deal. Eight, 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 you know, there's almost no. There was no um precedent for it in the three thousand, four thousand, five thousand years of um civilization and all that sort of stuff, you know? It, you know. Um it's just amazing. It's actually the next step on from the abolishment of slavery, eight eight eight. You know, and then the abolishment of indentured labour and all that sort of stuff. And then, you know, going to the, that next step to you know. Everyone deserves eight hours work, eight hours leisure and eight hours sleep you know Abolishment of slave it's actually the same species as abolishment of slavery you know the same sort of thing but just a few steps on you know what i mean and um you know the whole world believed in slavery pretty much on every continent almost you know not the indigenous australians because they didn't have you know they had a hunter gatherer system and all that sort of stuff but africans loved slavery in history loved it you know they loved it um you know and and th- when they became slaves A hell of a lot of the time, uh, well, a hell of a lot of Africans were rounding up people to become slaves, but that's a whole other story. But, you know, African-Americans, when they became slaves, um, the Africans being shipped over to America, they weren't, were they objecting to slavery? Or were they sort of thinking in their heads, we still believe in slavery, because we always have in Africa, but we'd rather that we were the masters and these white bastards were the slaves. It's a whole different thing. Australia. Was part of a movement that had never been done in history, in the history of the planet, and we were right at the forefront of a lot of things, a lot of good things and a lot of bad things. You know, uh, we had the White Australia policy. You know, we don't want Chinese here. You know? We still, we still have that a fair bit. We just, yeah, you know, there's still a big movement. We don't want Chinese here. You know, we're very racist on that level. There's no doubt about it. I've got no problem with saying that. Um, but you know, we also had, um, you know, we were the first country in the, on the in the history of the entire planet. I don't know where you come from, you know, in your land, but we were the first country in the history of the planet, and I'm talking the Romans, the Greeks, all the Africans, all the Asians, to give full political rights to women. And, you know, our cousins over on the other side of the ditch in New Zealand, first country in the world to give women the vote. And all that's huge. And I'm talking, you know, that's the Greeks, the Romans, the Indians, none of them. We were first, you know, I'm spruiking Australia here, but it's relevant you know? we're we're damned absolute racists and all that sort of stuff too, but you can, um just because sure. you're absolute evil homicidal axe wielding maniacs in some ways doesn't mean you're not great in some other ways. Welcome to Australia, welcome to any country in the world. yeah you know, we're all a pack of bastards, we're humans. But we also do some wonderful things as well. Okay, so first on the planet to do 888. And tell her to Google Tree of Knowledge. Uh huh. And this is where I, you know, this is one of the few things I know about the Labour Party, so I was spruking it. If she wants to get a feel for our history with workers' rights, you know, workers' rights are the next step along from anti slavery, anti indentured labour, and all that sort of stuff, you know. A uh, feel for our history with workers' rights, spirit of Eureka, and all that stuff. And by all that stuff, I mean you know, indigenous blokes walking off um, the cattle stations or wherever it was. You know, huge walk-offs. Now that was the difference. This is, we we haven't got a history of slavery in Australia, so um, we've got indentured labour, which was actually worse than slavery in some inst in many instances. I'd rather be a house slave in um, America. In some ways, than I would like to be an indentured labourer on the sugar plantations in Queensland in 1890, you know. Uh, But that's not the point, you know. Um, We haven't got a history of slavery in Australia, and and that's critical because it's stepping stones, you see abolishment of slavery, abolishment of indentured labour, workers' rights, and so on and so forth, you know. and we were that one step, I know it was just as bad to be an indentured labourer and all that sort of stuff, but it is a stepping stone. Yeah? And It's a huge difference. Yeah? You've got a boss you hate as an indentured labour, a labourer, but you are still you. But with slavery, see, indentured labour is massively different to slavery, um, it goes to the very heart of what it is to have a soul as a human being, you're not a human being, you're a horse, if you're a slave, you, know, you might be a very fine horse, with a beautiful black, sleek cloak, coat, and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, you know, your master may love you, just like he loves your horse, but if you're an indentured labourer in Australia, you still own your own identity, even though you're having an absolutely brutalised time, and you can't even get back to the Pacific Islands, but you know, this is what I'm, that's all of that stuff, you know. We were creating all these ideas, well, we got them from the European Enlightenment, but we were Europeans, so why not? Um, while, you know, and I mentioned the Ethiopians here, the Ethiopians were still in their Age of Princes, to put it all into context. Or the Age of Princes was, you know, a period in Ethiopian history when warlords were just marching left, right, all over the place, and it was just warlords crisscrossing Ethiopia and trying to wipe each other out, it was a mess. Yeah, but that was the time when we were developing 888. Uh, by the way, we were chipping rocks, you know, like Neanderthals. When, um, at another time in history, when um, the Ethiopians, the Axonites or whatever, had a glorious civilization. you know. So, it waxes and wanes, history does, you know, no one's better. You know, it's just opportunities and all that sort of stuff and the way and the way history rolls, you know. There's no need to feel you know, to to feel you're better. It's just, you know, the luck of the draw, you know. In history, if you happen to end up in a period of time where you happen to be the slave. And you know. You know. Alright. The reason our Labour Party would back a cop's rights even like the one that killed George Floyd, I don't necessarily use good grammar in, this is stream of consciousness, I'm typing fast. The reason our Labour Party, our left wing, um, would back a cop's rights, even, well they should anyway, even like the one that killed George Floyd, yes, even him, is because unions immediately advocate for the worker. And Labour is union. That's our Labour Party, the left side, so and remember our right hand side, the right wing of are the other liberals, and I've made episodes before about the word liberal, and yeah, we're all liberals, I can't believe the right side of politics in America has ceded the word liberal to the democrats, why did they do that, you yeah, know they just gave it to them. They let the Democrats be call themselves small L liberals. Why didn't the Republicans say we're small L liberals? You're not. We are the road to freedom. You're not. You're not. You know you're the road to elitism and you know something very close to slavery. You know why did they do that? The Republicans, but not in Australia. You know our right side of politics. Well, that's called the Liberal Party, but that's not what this episode's about. This episode's about Labour. And Labour is union. This is not because they would condone that COP. It's only because they protect the rights of workers. And the unemployed and all this sort of stuff. It's a whole other story. and then, if he was found guilty, they would, pl- they would be pleased to see him go to jail. But this business of instantly sacking cops... In America, if a video of them doing something brutal against a black person goes viral, that would be technically against the spirit of union rights here in Australia. Now, what I'm getting at there, I don't think there's spirit of unionism really in America. There was unionism, absolutely. It was a huge deal in the Great Depression and all that sort of stuff. But Americans got the... Oh, look, I'll go on. Uh, You're supposed to be suspended if you're a cop and you do something like that. And then, you know, there is an investigation. And if necessary, a criminal trial in parallel. And if you're found guilty, well, you're sacked anyway. And you're probably in jail. But calling for a cop to be sacked, arrested, whatever, simply because it looks racist is against the principles of our Labour Party. Yeah. We don't have a concept of black even in Australia. Look, the Indigenous people, I'm not even speaking about Liberal people here, oh, sorry, um, Indigenous people much in this text, although I do mention it at the end, I remember. Um, I mean, quite rightly, Indigenous people are, um, are bringing, bringing the word black up as something you know that we uh, Europeans should be um, held to account for, but that's a whole other story, another episode, right? You know, we don't have a history of uh, with Africans, um, you know, who want civil rights. We have a history with Indigenous people who really should have Indigenous rights. Completely different thing. Martin Luther King's got nothing to say, really, to um, Indigenous Australians. Fundamentally, nothing to say. Um Indigenous Australians have got a lot more in common with Native Americans, you know that sort of thing. maybe um Indigenous Australians could run a chain of casinos right across australia that'd be nice and James Pack is not doing a very good job of it all right and a lot of um Native Americans do that in America all right, yeah, because um they rent some casinos on um uh, Native American land, okay, good on'. Them. Right, here, in Australia, if two cops knee the neck of one victim each, one black and one white, it should be the same process. In America, it's colour politics driven whether a cop gets instantly sacked or not. I think that's true. It's politically important to a state government, an American state that is, to have the cop sacked before a riot breaks out. But that's against the spirit of our unionism. America does not have that same spirit of unionism. I don't know if that's too much of a blanket statement. You heard me at the start of the episode. I'm not necessarily right, and by that, I mean the Republicans don't have it, and the Democrats don't have it. The Democrats are very different to our labor party, their left party you know is is not really was not born out of workers' rights, was it um It was born out of more of something progressive or something down south, where all the slaves were anyway. It wasn't born out of workers' rights, was it? Our Labour Party was born out of workers' rights, you know. Our left was born out of workers' rights, workers first. You know, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if our Labour Party was um, right behind the white Australia policy. They're not quite so progressive. They're left in a different way, left in a workers' rights way, not left in a a non-racist way. Anyway... And by that I mean the Republicans don't have it, and the Democrats don't have it. Because America has this, histo- this historical freakout in its head about commies. Now the commie fear, I justified, but USA put that fear on steroids. I don't even know what I'm texting there. Now the commie fear, oh, I'm trying to say is, see I, I was typing too fast. Now, the commie fear is justified. Well, that's a personal political opinion of mine, you know, is justified. But USA put that fear on steroids. And they did, you know, red under the bed, the whole thing, you know. Um, What's his name? McCarthy, McCarthy. whatever. Um, Okay, and it affected both their parties. And made neither of their parties look like our Labour Party. Uh, Or our Liberal Party, for that matter. Okay, we're getting right through this episode without my son interrupting. Or our defunct Democrat Party, which I voted for once or twice, I mention here. Uh, chip. All in all, America is capitalism on steroids. And they can't even get a national health system going because a national health system is commie. Whereas we and England and New Zealand, no prob. It's obvious. Health and education needs to be fairly socialist. And both our parties get behind that, look one slightly more than the other, but you know. Really you're splitting hairs. It's about, you know, who believes to go four percent that way or four percent that way, you know. Basically I suggest to your friend, you know, who I'm actually welcoming to Australia, uh, with open arms in this series of texts. I like her, this African. We need more people like her. Um, basically, I suggest to her, if she wants to get a sense of Australian politics, which she already did, I'm not going to force anyone, you know, in a in a YouTube clip like this to... You know, I'm not going to tell people what to think. Um, basically, I suggest to her, if she wants to get a sense of Australian politics, you know, Westminster, etc., don't Google Candice. Candice is a... Um, a right-wing political commentator in America, but she doesn't have much to speak about to us in Australia, as far as I'm concerned. Um, she exists to oppose the American Democrats, um, but we don't have anything like the American Democrats here in Australia, so what's, you know, what's she got to say for us, is what I'm saying. Anyway, I've got, gone back to the start here, Google Tree of Knowledge for Labour. What I mean, instead of Candace, you know. And uh, my brother went and had a look at that tree of knowledge, by the way. I haven't actually been to, you know, Barkla, 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 you know, that town. My brother went there last year and he sent me a photo of the tree of knowledge. The now dead tree of knowledge, but, you know, kh- uh, they're trying to... They've got cuttings of, you know, someone poisoned it. Our tree of knowledge, some bastard on the right, no doubt. Um, poisoned our tree of knowledge. Mm. It's not the way to go about things. Yeah, just just spruik your own politics, but don't go poisoning the left's tree of knowledge. And, and for our Liberal Party, I suggest here, investigate why Menzies named his party the Liberals. And further, for fun, tell her that your godfather thinks that African Americans should steal rock and roll back. (laughs) I think that was a joke I just slid in. Uh, uh, Because we need the next Little Richard to light a new rock and roll fire to go up against rap. You see, I hate rap. (laughs) No, that was all just a joke. And that your godfather thinks the right, in America, the right wing, were wrong to cede the word liberal to their progressives, and that the Republicans should steal the word back, just like African Americans should steal rock and roll back. And last thing, suggest she ponder, if she wants, the fact that if I was in charge of rebranding our Liberal Party, I would be rebranding it with a small L. make a big point. At the moment, the branding of our Liberal Party is capital L-I-B-E-R-A-L and if I was to rebrand it, I'd have this, all the signage all over Australia, the Liberal Party, all in lower case. It would make a huge point and an important one, in my opinion. Okay. Okay, there's my episode, I said, and I finished the episode there, but I kept texting because that's me. I'll just read it quickly. Oh, yeah, I've got a big framed picture in my shed of my great-grandfather, this is true, um, proudly standing back centre as a union delegate in front of Trades Hall, right next to the 888 monument in the city. The photo is from the early 1900s, that's true, it's over there in my shed. Um, I'll make that the image for my episode. This is the episode, there you go, I'm I'm making the episode right now. And I'll call the episode, The Spirit of Labour. Open brackets in my DNA because <laughs> I got that great grandfather. You see, uh, how does that sound? I've texted. Okay. Gee, I haven't been interrupted yet. Thirty-four minutes. Amazing. P.S. Of all the parties I've voted in for in my life, I've voted Liberal. I put small L there most often because I've also.